This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to get more information about what you hear today, for callers in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva office number is 262-729-4128. For callers in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Or reach out to us on our website, www.kramerinvestmentservices.com spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. And while on our website, you can view the past couple of podcast shows by clicking on both the media library and radio tabs. And for subscribers to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you can view all of our past shows and reach out to us if you have any questions, if you'd like to schedule a a face-to-face meeting or a virtual meeting, we're here to help. So our topic today is going to be on life insurance. Uh, It's titled The Underselling and Overselling of Life Insurance. And the past couple of podcast shows, we've talked about the market drama that we've experienced this year, reasons for it, and it's still going on. Uh, Stock market being down roughly 8 to 12% this year. And uh, I think we're going to have more down before we get that up. But uh, today we're going to talk, switch it up and talk about life insurance. But before we do, I want to introduce you to my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Jim. It's great to be here with you. And I've had a good weekend, just really busy getting stuff done at home and here at work and looking forward to the show today. I know there's a lot going on out there, um, but I'm glad we're talking about this topic because this is one where there's a lot of confusion. I think people have a lot of misconceptions about the good the bad and otherwise regarding life insurance and why they need it, when they might need it. So I'm glad you're going to set us straight today. Yeah. So Tony, you know, I was enjoying during football season, kind of ribbing you a little bit about your favorite football team, the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Now now they've got a great, uh, hopefully for you, a good coach or a great coach. And, you know, maybe things will change there. But um, now that football season's over, I don't know what to do now. I enjoy ribbing you. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I was just looking at my my uh, my watch with the with today's date being February 28th. In three weeks is going to be spring. And for the most part of the country, spring is spring. But, you know, where, right. where you are in Minnesota, spring comes a little bit longer than that, yeah. wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah. So that's where well, I can. We're looking at about nine months of winter in Minnesota. Yes, and right. So we have three months of good weather. And so, I, I was thinking like June through maybe September or October. That's yeah, pretty. That's June, prime time. June, July, and August are our best months, especially July, August, and into September. Really, ju- yeah. July, August, and September are the good ones. Uh, October, we can start heading heading into winter already. 
So that's where I can get you a little bit, Tony, now that yeah, football you, season's you, over with. You make fun of our weather. But now. I'm in Wisconsin. We pretty much have oh, similar come on. It's weather. The, it's the same. Yeah. Almost, a little almost bit. Almost as Not bad. as bad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right. We'll All see. right. So let's talk about the purpose of, of life insurance. Yeah. You know, the main up? purpose is to protect you from you protect your loved ones if something were to happen to you. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure you're properly insured. Too many people out there are underinsured. In fact, uh, significantly underinsured. And that's where you talk to a good either financial advisor or a good insurance agent. And they could give you the right ideas as to how much life insurance you actually need and what type of life insurance you should have. And there's term insurance, which is the least expensive form of life insurance. But Mm. more times than not, the insurance company never pays out a claim. That's the reason why it's cheap, because more people will cancel that policy after what we call the term. Uh, There's the cheapest form of term, which is annually renewable term. Every year that rate's going to go up, but initially starts off at a very low rate. But eventually that premium rate getting higher and higher every year, the person's going to drop off that policy unless they're in bad health. Then we get into the opposite side of life insurance. Whole life insurance is the most expensive life insurance out there. But it's initially high, but it stays exactly the same rate throughout the life of the contract. And you know exactly what you're going to get with a whole life policy. The rates and the fees will never change. And over time, you have some Mm. flexibility with whole life that you can stop making premium payments and get what we call a reduced paid up life insurance policy. You can uh, borrow from that policy where you avoid taxes and you can have some favorable provisions of being able to use a portion of the death benefit including or the actual interest gains, depending on how the policy was set up for you. I mean, there's some tax advantages to it. Um, It's not a high rate of return you're going to get for your money. But, you know, a lot of people who own that policy are going to actually have a claim paid out versus term insurance. So there's a big difference in premium, but that's because uh, at some point in time, an actual claim is going to be paid out. Universal life insurance is sort of that hybrid between term and uh, and term and whole life, where you can use it more for a temporary type of holding. The premium is going to be less than whole life, but more than term. You can pay higher amounts into the policy or lower amounts, depending upon your circumstance. But you got to keep at least a certain amount of money into what they call the cash value account or that policy can terminate or lapse. Um, There's a lot of policies out there now that are universal based. And they can look very, very attractive. Um, some people will use it to store some additional cash for tax-favored oh. uh, gains. You can get some advantages doing it that way. Um, and then within these universal life insurance contracts now, they have these life insurance long-term care combination plans where now you can use uh, a portion of the death benefit each year to help cover long-term care. If, as long as you qualify for two of, of six activities of daily living, you can get the death benefit given to you on a tax-free basis to cover those types of expenses. That is actually the most common form of insurance now for long-term care. Long-term care insurance in and of itself is still there, but more people are more attracted now to life insurance. Sure. And I, w- I really want to talk about 
Uh, first off, you need to have the need for life insurance. If there's no need for life insurance, then you should not buy life insurance. Um, too All too often, now this is just my personal take, Tony, we see life insurance being used as an investment where it's being sold as a retirement plan. Hmm. So, uh, and obviously uh, you mentioned tax-free. Uh, there's tax-free implications for insurance and some insurance products that are that's very appealing right to be able to have uh, get money back out of it tax free but a lot of people assume that hey I, the way life insurance works is i put money in i don't have access to that money and if i die within the terms of that policy uh the uh, an amount or a sum gets paid to my loved ones but there are more things obviously you're saying here that i can do with a life insurance policy and use it as a, you can actually uh, put money in that you can get back out. Is That's what right. You're saying. So, okay. you know, sometimes it's offered as, Hey, this is a great way to store money. It it's sort of an IRA on steroids or a Roth IRA on steroids. I've heard that sold that way um, where they promise high rates of return on your money, something that you can't get at the bank, such as a minimum interest rate that would be like around the three to 4% per year range. And the ability to invest into a stock market indice where you're protected from losses, but you can get up to a pretty high rate of return on your money, such as uh, 8, 9, 10, 11% per year, depending on the company you're dealing with. And that sounds all very attractive, but if your major objective is retirement savings, mm -hmm. people have to know that the majority of the money, they call it a premium that you pay, goes towards life insurance expenses and administrative costs. And the fees within life insurance are very expensive relative to other products. I mean, there's a reason for that, but there's a whole lot of that money you're putting in that is not going towards that interest rate that is very attractive to individuals. So when I hear about agents or advisors selling people on a, hey, you're gonna get 4% a year on this. Well, only a small portion of your money is gonna grow at 4% or whatever the interest rate is per year. So right. even though you get a tax-free uh, benefit, potentially, if it's not what we call a, a modified endowment contract, and I'm not going to get into what that all entails, um, you will not end up with the type of rate of return that you're hoping for. So even though you pull that money out tax-free, you're still doing worse than somebody who's in a taxable product who was able to get a return on all of their deposit that they're putting into versus life insurance where only a small portion of it is actually going towards that. Right. Okay. So that that's a big difference. And uh, so it depends on what your purpose is of having the policy, what your goals are, and everybody's situation is different. So I would imagine when, when somebody comes in, if a listener of ours uh, should probably, if they have insurance products already, they should get a second opinion. Maybe they're not in the right thing. Maybe the money isn't going where toward what it should be based on their situation. So uh, you want to be really careful that you're working with a trusted financial services professional that does overall financial planning and not just an insurance salesman, right? That's right. Exactly. And then so, you know, there are situations where I might recommend this type of product. Sure. Um, well, sure. Let's, let's say, you know, you got a younger person, they obviously need life insurance and they want to make sure if their objectives meet up that they want that policy to definitely pay out in the long run. Those types of plans, and I'm not talking about term, but whole universal life, uh, variable universal life, 
all these different types of policies can be pretty important, especially one that includes long-term care in it. But uh, more times than not, I find that those types of plans, when sold for another purpose, is is not a good purchase for the individual. Yeah. Um, now, I, I will say one other thing, though. Now, let's say you got an older couple. They don't really need life insurance, but they've got a lot of money sitting at the bank. And instead of getting that 1% per year at the bank, they could pull certain amounts of money out. They could put it into one of these contracts. And in, depending upon what their age is, they could perhaps more than double the money uh, so that they have a death benefit that's more than twice the value. If that couple's old enough, and let's say they live only for another 10 years, they have guaranteed themselves of a doubling of their money, and it is tax-free in that situation. This would only be done, only used if the purpose was purely, though, for legacy planning. Like, they don't have a need for this money. Then then we can get into that discussion. But if they're, they're going to want to use this and they're looking for a good rate of return uh, during their living years, uh, that's generally where I bow out and say life insurance is not necessarily the best place for somebody to be in. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. But it sounds like it's a great vehicle for a lot of folks, especially yes. uh, for maybe once they uh, get toward retirement, uh, it'll help them out. But uh, the time is now. Obviously, you don't want to wait. Uh, you want to make sure if this is something that might be a good vehicle for you, uh, that you get it reviewed, your situation reviewed, right? Yeah, so right. And then also with long-term care. Uh, most people are underinsured in the in the event of long-term care. It could oh, absolutely sure. devastate uh, the surviving spouse. And having that ability to access a life insurance contract for that purpose can be very, very valuable. But it's not right for everyone because the premiums in these types of policies are rather expensive. Uh, long-term care is very, very, very expensive. But um, it allows you to be able to recoup all or a portion of your premium at certain points in time, uh, depending if your situation changes, that you can be able to, to be able to pull it out and they will not raise your premiums, whereas regular long-term care insurance, they can raise your premiums. So initially speaking with, with life insurance, with long-term care benefits, it's gonna be a little more expensive than a traditional long-term care policy, but you know it's never gonna change. So that's where we're seeing such a high percentage of long-term care sales come from a life insurance, long-term care hybrid product that's being offered out there, which is, it's actually really attractive. And many people who have what I call sizable, uh, a sizable nest egg should really consider something like this because you could still have the freedom of pulling that money out. Uh, but it gives you the very valuable tax-free benefit as opposed to pulling money out of your IRAs and 401ks, where that can be not only are you pulling that money out, but you're going to get a heavy tax. This is a way in which to do that and avoid those taxes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good plan right there because you have to have a plan in place for long-term care. I, I mean, so many people, people think, well, I'm not going to need long-term care, but uh, really, the fact is uh, over a third of people will need long-term care. That's the current statistic. So uh, you have to plan for it. You have to plan for health care in general in retirement. And, you know, you need to make sure your family is taken care of. And I would assume that's where life insurance comes in. But you're right. I mean, 
it is undersold and oversold. You see both ends of the spectrum, and that's too bad because really it's something down the middle where, you know, you really need somebody who's looking at the big picture. Okay, here's where your other investments are. Here's what you're going to need in retirement. Here's your health situation, your family situation. This is what you should have as far as insurance. And this is this is what you don't want to do in your situation as far as insurance. So uh, the problem is, is, you know, it depends on who they talk to. If they talk to somebody who sells life insurance, they're going to tell them they need life insurance and they might not give them the right type of life insurance. But if you talk to a trusted financial services professional who's a fiduciary, who's looking at the overall picture, then they're going to say, okay, in this case, yes, you should have this. This would help you, right? Oh, that's perfectly said, Tony. I couldn't say it any better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. So is there anything else our listeners out there need to know about life insurance before we go? Or should we let them know how to set up that complimentary consultation with you uh, to see if they might be in need of life insurance or look at what they have? Yeah, just have uh, the callers in Wisconsin call our office in Lake Geneva, 262-729-4128. For callers in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. And if you need to do more of a overall financial planning review, that's what we're here for. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at kramerfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Kramen Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representative representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.